This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, the Director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology, as it should be, Guten Morgen, uh, Professor Dion Foster. Guten Morgen, Herr, wie geht es dir? Sehr gut. Als guten, als guten. Listen, Brad, yeah. I could never be in a band with Miki. She's far more talented, talented than I am. Oh, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be in a band with someone who makes us look bad. We want to... <laughs> absolutely absolutely although we have been in a worship team uh together oh. but there of course the focus is the lord not us so that that helps a lot well that does indeed so so Dion, quickly before we get into what's a very important conversation uh what you up to in germany yeah so i'm a guest professor for uh, a month at the university of bamberg um and uh, working with a friend of mine uh, professor thomas varbel and we're looking at the ways in which um Christians in particular in Germany and in South Africa responded to messaging around the coronavirus. Oh. So uh, we're, we're busy developing some work that can inform government policies on religion and health. Wow. We love that. All right. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a conversation. All that I want to talk about that, but this is important too. And when we, when we look back at this week, just it's really been a big one. Uh, we know you've been very, very close with Graham Power. And so from us, you know, we're just sorry for the loss of what we know is a very special friend to you. But tell us a little bit more. I mean, you, you know more than most. And, and I know that it's not only sharing for the sake of sharing, but something very special about the man's life too. Yeah. Oh, Brad, you know, really, it's, as, as I've said to a couple of folks, a really large tree has fallen. You know, mm. Graham is such a, a special guy. And uh, I actually got to know him in 1999, when uh, he gave his life to the Lord, I was a young pastor in, in a church in Somerset West. And uh, Graham and his family started attending our church and uh, went to an Alpha course. And, mm. and through that, you know, Graham really felt convicted to give his life to the Lord. And uh, after that, you know, you can imagine, I mean, I, I still remember the Sunday morning after church, standing at the door doing what only pastors and politicians do, you know, shaking hands and <laughs> yes. kissing babies. And Graham came and said, hey, Dion, uh, I, I've given my life to the Lord, you know, praise the Lord. Yeah. What does God want me to do? And I thought, oh, my goodness, we're in for a ride. Yeah. And who could ever have imagined, you know, the, I, I still remember that that first day at Newlands, many of us in Cape Town do in 2000 when, when uh, we, we, we all prayed in, in the Newlands Stadium. And, of course, then it spread throughout Africa transformation africa and then eventually the global day of prayer and now of course the work of unashamedly ethical now brad that's really one of the things that i want to touch on mm. you know um graham began a good work in his life and the lord gave him a vision of three waves based on 2 chronicles 7 verse 14 now we know that verse well if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face graham really believed that that was the first wave the global day of prayer and it is recorded as the largest prayer movement in, in history, you know, mobilizing the whole globe to pray together in small communities and large groups, stadiums, in homes, all across the world. And in 2010, every single country on earth participated. So Graham wow. saw that as the first wave. And then the second wave was, you know, uh, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And then the second wave and turn from their wicked ways. And that was when in 2007, the Lord really said to Graham, I want you to get serious about values, ethics, and clean living. And he started the Unashamedly Ethical campaign for businesses, for sports people, for moms and dads, for children. Mm. 
And that movement's also been spreading throughout uh, the world. I can't remember the exact number, but I think it's present in something like 93 countries now as Christians commit themselves to values, ethics, and clean living. But of course, 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 has a, has a third part to it. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, that's wave number one, turn from their wicked ways, that's wave number two. Then the promises, God says, I will hear from heaven forgive their sins and heal their land. And, you know, the Lord really showed Graham that, that God longs to bring a, what, what he, Graham termed a tsunami of transformation and healing and renewal. And uh, I've just been so convicted, you know, during this last week to say, Lord, let the good work which Graham has begun continue to live on in us. Let's, let's dedicate our lives to seeing God's healing, God's transformation, God's blessing, and God's renewal come to our land. We, we, we definitely need it, don't you think, Brad? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I had the opportunity oh, a good number of years ago, we're talking about over 10 years ago, working at an uh, NPO where we were supplying, looking to supply computer hardware to organizations and even some government organizations. And uh, we were just calling up big businesses saying, this, you know, are you, you guys are getting rid of computers. You're upgrading. What are you doing with the others? What's in your storeroom? Can you spare a, in those days a hard disk drive? You know, can you spare a, <laughs> uh, can you spare a monitor anyway? If we can just get a monitor and a box, you know, and we've got some IT guys, they can mix and match. And we're sitting with a bit of parts. If we can just get one or two computers together. And uh, Graham sent a message out to his office uh, to call Brad. And I had this little car. And I put my seats flat at this little car and I stopped at their offices in uh, Blackheath. I couldn't squeeze another. There were monitors and computers <laughs> there everywhere hanging. I, I left. I don't think I've ever carted that much in that little car I had back in those days full of computers. And we could kit out. We kitted out libraries and offices oh, with these. And I would regularly get a call from his uh, uh, assistant to say, Graham says there's more. Graham says there's more. And I would just go. <laughs> you know, he was a remarkable uh, guy. I was what forever carting things. Yeah, I was forever carting things because they were like, take more, <laughs> take more. So, you know, always a, always a heart of giving. I mean, I didn't know him personally, yeah. but always a heart of giving. You know, Brad, and, and I mean, just to say, you know, and it's really, it's it's not about Graham. I mean, he, mm. he wouldn't have wanted it, it, it about him, but he was a remarkable guy. And, and uh, you know, I've often said to people, one of the one of the most remarkable things about him was that he had such a passion for Jesus. You know, when he when he gave his life to the Lord, I still remember the exact words. He said, Dion, I've given my life to the Lord, my family, my business my everything. And, wow. and that was, you know, really when he, he said, let's, let's turn this around. I mean, you know, the power group of companies, like every company had been doing business in South Africa. And he said, nothing, nothing that's, that's not above board. You know, if, mm. if, if we find anything that's not ethical, let's, let's declare it, let's root it out. Um, and, and he really tried to do his, his very best in that regard. So Brad, yeah, we, we, we give thanks for the life of, of Graham, but, um, I just want to encourage our listeners today to Thessalonians 3 verse 13. This is the verse I'm living with this week, which simply says, never tire of doing what is right. So, uh, yeah, blessings to our listeners today and, and particularly to, to Lauren, Graham's wife, yes. to, to their children, Gary and his wife, Eliana, uh, Nadine and her husband, Stephen and Elaine, their youngest daughter, and to all the family and friends. May the Lord give you comfort and bless you. And for the rest of us, let's tire of doing good. That's the voice of Professor Dion Foster, as clear as you like, all the way from Germany. Uh, how long are you going to be there for, Dion? 
So I'll be here in Bamberg for a month and ah. then I go back to Cambridge for a little bit uh, for, for a conference and, and some work there. And then from there straight back to Berlin. And then I'm, I'm there until mid-January next year. Ah, thanks so much. We can still connect. You know, there's no distance now. There's, there's no distance in prayer now. There's no distance in communication. You could just well be sitting right next to me. Uh, so thanks so much Absolutely. for taking the time out and joining us. Be well, Dion. Thanks, my friend. God bless. Bye-bye then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.